Hi there, my name is Emma Edelman, and you're listening to Tangible Grace, my story of hope. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tangible Grace. Today is November the 4th. And, um, well, we're in the middle of an election. Um, to be completely honest, I'm pre-recording this before November 3rd, Election Day, but um, I'm positive that I can say it probably wasn't uh, an easy process, and I'm sure that we don't know the results as of the time that you are hearing this, if you're listening to it on November the 4th. However, um, I do know that um, and trust that God is in the midst of all this and that uh, he has directed the people who turn to him for advice and wisdom and guidance um, to, to select the person that he knows is best for this position at this time. And so we have to have faith in that um, no matter what our own opinions might be. Um, today I wanted to read a scripture. It's a little long, but it's a good one. Uh, it's taken from Romans 8, and I'm going to read it from the message, um, and it kind of goes along with this season for uh, the United States for the election. I'm going to start at verse 28 and go through the end of the um, chapter. So Romans 8, 28 through the end of the chapter from uh, the message. It says this, That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. God knew what he was doing from the very beginning. He decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as the life of his son. The son stands first in the line of humanity he restored. We see the original and intended shape of our lives there in him. After God made that decision of what his children should be like, he followed it up by calling people by name. After he called them by name, he set them on a solid basis with himself. And then, after getting them established, he stayed with them to the end, gloriously completing what he had begun. So what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition and exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? And who would dare tangle with God by messing with one of God's chosen? Who would dare even to point a finger? The one who died for us, who was raised to life for us, is in the presence of God at this very moment sticking up for us. Do you think anyone is going to be able to drive a wedge between us and Christ's love for us? There's no way. Not trouble, not hard times, not hatred, not hunger, not homelessness, not bullying threats, not backstabbing, not even the worst sins listed in scripture— They kill us in cold blood because they hate you. We're sitting ducks. They pick us off one by one. None of this phases us because Jesus loves us. I'm absolutely convinced that nothing, nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic, 
today or tomorrow, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. Wow. That is just such a powerful passage to help us remember that no matter what is going on, no matter how the world is acting, reacting, um, people in our lives, whatever's happening, no matter what, nothing can separate us from Christ's love. Nothing's going to get in the way of that as long as we have that relationship with Him and put our faith in Him and do as He wants us to do. Uh, And that is incredible. So when I think about this current season, this... um, take out COVID, take out natural disasters, all of that stuff. But when I think about the politics and just how people have just been kind of going at each other, right? Oh, it's, it's awful. But when I think about that, it doesn't matter about that stuff as far as God is concerned because He just wants the relationship with us, right? That is His biggest thing. He wants that relationship with us and He's not going to let any of that negativity or, you know, just nastiness get in the way of that. And we shouldn't either, right? We need to be bigger than that. We need to um, maintain that relationship with him and also show others, right, that he's just an incredible God. And no matter, again, what's going on in our lives, we can be confident that he loves us, that he's there for us, that he's going to continue to guide us, that he's going to put things in place in our lives to make sure that everything works out the way that he knows it should work out, which would be the ultimate best for us. Um, And so, uh, you know, we also need to, to take responsibility for our own actions, our own words, and be able to say, you know, to those who might be negative or nasty or whatever, you know, it's fine to have your opinion. It's fine to, you know, share that. But remember that you're a child of Christ. Remember that you're representing him. And more than anything, remember what he's done for you. And remember that, you know, all he wants is that strong bond with you um, so that you can, again, continue on this path that he's laid out for you. So I encourage you to read that whole chapter. I mean, Romans 8 is just a, an incredible chapter from front to front to end. Um, and I really do love it from the message. Uh, I, you know, I love the NIV. I love the ESV. I love lots of versions of the Bible. But I do enjoy the message just because, you know, sometimes you, you just want to hear it in today's kind of terms, if that makes sense. Like put it in perspective as to what we're going through, or what we would, you know, easily be able to understand. And I think the message does a great job at that. So anyway, let me pray over you guys and then we'll wrap it up for today. Father God, um, you know, our, our country is in the middle of an election and Lord, we just pray, especially right now for, um, all of the candidates across all of the different elections, all the different levels of government, Lord, that the ones that have been elected or will be elected, that you will be with them, that you will point them in the right direction, guide them, give them wisdom, whatever they need, so that they can lead in their various um, governments and areas and locations, um, and especially that of the presidency of the United States, Lord. Um, We just want to move forward as a nation. We want to somehow have unity 
um, to just feel good about our country and to be able to just show the world that we can get along, Lord. And so I pray that whoever whoever ends up being the leader from this election will um, do what is right by you to make sure that our that everybody in this nation just has a, like a new sense of confidence and a new sense of um, willingness to just love one another, Lord, and to, to just, you know, really lift up this nation. So I pray for everyone listening today as well, Lord, and I pray that you will help us to remember as we walk through these times that, you know, you, you did so much for us and there's nothing that can take that away and there's nothing that can um, divide us from you or, um, you know, as, as it says, like put a wedge in it, Lord, that you, your relationship with us is constant and we can always turn to you. And I just pray that we always remember that and that that comes first. That's our priority, Lord, in life, to always put you first and to always do your will um, to the best of our abilities. So again, thank you for today. And I pray that you'll be with those listening for the rest of the week. Um, We ask all these things in your precious son's name. Amen. All right, guys, thanks again for hanging out with me and I will uh, catch you next week. Take care. Just want to give a shout out to Marty Michaels who provided our intro and outro music for us for each episode. Check him out at martymichaels.com. That's Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, Michaels, M-I-K-L-E-S.com. He is a, a dear friend and a phenomenal musician, and you should definitely check out his work. Uh, so thanks, Marty, for providing the music for us.